What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying bite-sized true crime case. Before we get started, as always, Olivia, it's wonderful to see you. How has your week been? Are you ready for some short on time true crime? Yes, we're about to hit our second day in a row talking to each other because it's now officially midnight and it is uh, real late, but I'm good. I'm ready to hear this short on time because I'm short on time. It's bedtime. For the people listening at home, we put days into this podcast. <laughs> AKA we didn't start recording till 1045. Right. We started really, really late. So I am right there with you. It is one of those nights where I'm like, I should have made coffee and I didn't because I got to work in the morning. I was like, I don't want to be wired. But this case is crazy. I think it is going to definitely keep my foot on the gas. I'm wondering if you've heard of it because it is breaking news. So I'm wondering if you've seen it anywhere. But like we say every week on these true crime episodes, I don't know if we should stop the Gabby Gabby get with the stabby stabby because like you said, you're short on time. I know I'm short on time and our listeners are short on time as well. So what do you say? Should we just jump into it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to Las Vegas. Let's go because nothing crazy ever happens in Vegas, right? So this week we are talking about August 14th of this year at around 2.30 p.m. A distraught man walked into the Southeast Area Command Center for the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. The man seemed terrified and he told police that if anyone knew that he was there, he'd be killed. And it was then that he revealed the reason that he had come to the station. The man was there to report a homicide. According to the witness, he had been at a home on the 1600 block of Golden Arrow Drive around 9 a.m. on August 12th, just two days prior. 
While he was there, he heard an argument break out between 50-year-old James Gina III and his girlfriend, 27-year-old Selena Rebholz. Now, James Gina was no stranger to problems with the law. In fact, he has charges going back as far as 2002. These include multiple domestic violence complaints and several felony charges. Gina also had a violent temper, enjoyed crystal meth, and owned at least three firearms. So, I mean, he's three for three on the unstable guy scale. You know what I mean? Can I just like point out that you said he enjoyed crystal meth? He does. He, from time to time, you know, he enjoyed crystal meth. And I did just want to take a second because if you're not familiar with what this gentleman looks like. I haven't heard of this. Well, let me set the stage and show you exactly what this gentleman looks like. Oh, my So this is James Gina the third and Olivia, if you could (laughs) describe to the listeners what you were seeing on the screen here. Well, he is a bald man who has two horns tattooed from his forehead going back to the back part of his head. He's got, I believe, tattooed glasses on. Yes, those are tattooed glasses. I'm not sure what the patches are above his eyebrows, but then he has some sort of, is it a bandana? Yep, it is a bandana. Okay. If you look, you can see where it looks like it's tied. Yeah, there's a tattooed bandana. It's going up across his nose, his mouth, his cheeks. Like he was wearing a bandana to cover his nose and his mouth. Going all the way to uh, on his ears. This is impressive. Yeah. I have not seen this man come across my social media. He doesn't really look innocent. Listen, I don't have any problem with people who want to get face tattoos, right? I love Post Malone. This is Do excessive. Thing. This guy is obviously trying to look intimidating, you know what I mean, with the devil horns and the, I think that's like 666 or something above his eyebrow. Oh, is that what it is? I can't really tell. It just looks like scribble. I mean, it's the tattooed glasses for me. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting look, but. I guess you can't tattoo your lips. I don't know. Maybe you can. Well, he doesn't have his done, so I'm assuming you probably can't. It's just one of those things where like, if you're a, you know, if you're post Malone, you got like fun stuff or whatever. Cool. No problem at all. Right. But if you are like trying to be intimidating, that's where I'm like, you just end up kind of looking goofy. You know what I mean? Like he, he could have saved a lot of money and just worn a bandana 24 seven instead of tattooing it across his whole entire face. Yeah, that's true. Also, it's, I should probably say like, probably not call this guy goofy because he hasn't, he, you know, been sentenced to prison or anything yet. So. <laughs> Shout out. Your tattoos are great. Yeah. No cool horns, bro. I dig them. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Now, the witness in the police station shared that during the argument, Selena Rebholt started calling Gina a pedophile. The witness told police that he could hear things being thrown around, and then Gina said, I'll put three in you if you don't shut up, three referring to three rounds from a firearm. Now, according to the report, Gina's mother also tried to intervene, but he told his mom that if she interfered, she too would be shot. 
and it was then that Gina's mother and the witness left the home. Now, he shared that the two had gone out gambling, and they arrived back at the house roughly three hours later, and when they got back to the home, they found Gina acting frantic and distraught. And it was then that Gina led the witness to the bedroom, and to his shock, there was Selena Rebholtz. She had been shot in the chest, her naked body lying on the floor. She was still breathing and gasping for air. Gina told the witness that he had been fiddling with his gun and it went off. Now, the witness also shared with police that he urged Gina to call an ambulance, but he refused. And at that point, the witness shared that he left the house because he didn't know what to do and couldn't, quote, deal with the situation. Now, that evening, the witness said that he received a text message from James Gina saying, she's gone, she's dead. Again, the witness shared that he deleted the text, not wanting anything to do with murder on his device. The witness then returned to the home the following day, and it was then that James Gina shared that he had killed the woman he loved and put her body in the attic. Gina then asked the witness to take him to the airport so he could rent a car. He knew he needed to move Rebhol's body, but the remains were starting to develop a foul odor. And when Gina's mother asked why her son needed a rental car, he told her that his just wasn't working. Now, after the witness gave his statement to the police, they were dispatched to the home. James Gina III was arrested immediately, and while searching, they found Selena Rebhol's body covered in a blanket in his bedroom. According to the official report, she had been shot 12 times. Now, at this point, Gina is being held at the Clark County Detention Center. He's refusing to speak with police, but is facing charges of open murder with a deadly weapon and owning or possessing a gun as a prohibited person. And obviously, he's being held without bail. His preliminary hearing is scheduled for September 5th at 9.30 a.m. And in these kind of cases, Olivia, I always like to make sure that I'm including if you or a loved one are a victim of domestic violence of any kind, you can get help by calling 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. But that's this week's short on time. What are you thinking? I mean, you saw what the guy looks like. Where's your head at? I feel real bad for Selena. You know, whatever situation she's gotten herself into, it's obviously not a good one. And her life was lost over it. So I think I'm still kind of in shock over uh, James Gina's face. But um, I definitely do feel bad for her. And, you know, I hope that they find some justice for her. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like, I think you have to be attracted to a certain kind of person for that to be like, this is my partner, you know, which, hey, no shame, right? If like, that's your thing and that's what you're into, you know, like, it just seems like with the history of domestic violence with, the you know, enjoying methamphetamine, you know, like. There could potentially be a lot of drama in their day. Yes. I've never been around someone who's taken a lot of meth, but I can't imagine their mood is the most stable thing, you know. Mm -mm. Can't imagine they're like, let's just relax, you know, like it's it's one of those cases It's very similar to the Mountain Dew murder that we just did, where it's like, I want to know more about their relationship and how they were connected. And again, I mean, this just took place like two weeks ago, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens like as it plays out. And if we learn more about that, you know, it's just tragic. You know, she called him a pedophile. I'm just like, what? Like there's what else has he done? You know, there's something that we're missing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, doesn't sound like it was a healthy relationship, you know, and this guy is like not only threatening to shoot his girlfriend, but threatening to shoot his mom when she tries to break up their fight. Like, yeah, 
yeah, not a stable situation. But if we're talking about deadbolt test, I mean, where does this fall for you on the deadbolt test? I'm going to put it about a three. I think the most scary thing is just James Gina. He's very intimidating looking. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if I saw him out somewhere, I wouldn't make eye contact with him. No. Mm-mm. I just feel like he would want to hurt me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being pretty judgmental and I apologize. But I mean, I just got to look at his face. He's doing it to be intimidating to get a reaction from people. I don't think you are being judgmental at all. I think when you go out of your way to get certain things put on your face, it is because you want to be perceived a certain way. Does that mean that like, you know, everybody who has tattoos like that are, you know, going to murder their girlfriends? I'm sure some of them are like super nice, super sweet people, but I think you might be a super nice, super sweet person who wants to be perceived a certain way. Yeah. I don't know if it's the tattoos on its own or if it's the tattoos like combined with the action that you're right. just like, oh, yeah, like you're out of your mind. You know yeah, what like, I mean? Oh, I could see it. You know, I don't know. But right. Where are you putting it on the deadbolt? You know, I think I'd probably put it about a four. And the only reason I'm putting it at a four is like, I think this is an extreme version of unhealthy relationships. You know, like how many times have we just talked about like toxic relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. And in this case, it just, you know, somebody who like crystal meth with weird tattoos on their face. But it's like at the end of the day, it's still just two people who, you know, probably shouldn't have been together or were together for reasons that maybe weren't necessarily the best for their mental health, you know, and then something like this happens, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's sad. I want to learn more about, again, the dynamic of the relationship. And, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get that because there's only one person to tell their side of the story now, but I don't know. It's just, it was, I thought it was an interesting case. And when I saw that guy, I was like, we have to talk about this because, you know, that's a face that you see that like you won't forget. You know what I mean? No, that sounds like, no, I have not seen that on my social media at all. But no, this one was good. Well, and if you want to see a photo of James Gina the third, you can go into any of the links that we have in the sources of this episode. His photo is right there. It is, uh, it's that we'll post in the Facebook group or on Instagram as well. But it's, uh, you know, it's interesting to say the least. But that is where we fall on the deadbolt test. Olivia is putting it at a three. I'm putting it at a four. But we got to hear from the locksmiths. Where does the murder of Selena Rebholes fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We'd love to get to know you and spend some time with you. And as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks to get signed up today. Got a lot of great tiers, exclusive stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all things you can only get for being a patron. Plus, you get the episodes ad-free and early. So if you like check the locks but you hate commercials, Patreon is the way to do that. So if you like what we do, you want to throw us a couple bucks, help us keep the lights on, patreon.com forward slash check the locks. Get signed up today. And if you can't financially support the show, we definitely understand just listening and hanging out with us every week means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're listening, you're sharing the show with your friends and family, the people who are important to you, just know that we appreciate that more than we could ever tell you. Again, that is how we are going to grow. We're going to find new listeners, build our community, build our family. It all happens because you share what we do. So From the bottom of our hearts, if you're hanging out with us and letting people know all about us, just know we appreciate you so much. 
That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to check the locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week with a brand new, truly terrifying, bite-sized true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. See you next week. Adios. Watch out for bad tattoos. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.